This is episode 81 of The Chick in Charge. Mary Parker lives in South Fulton, increasingly better known around town as SoFu. Between her business, All-in-One Security, and her foundation, Mary believes in immersing herself in the business of making her community better. Her latest venture, Junction 2800, had its grand opening and is quickly ramping up its programs for the benefit of all of Southwest Atlanta. It will soon be a centerpiece in SoFu. Today, Mary gives us an update on the progress of her latest passion, one that continues her journey toward making the world around her a better place. The Chick in Charge starts right now. Welcome to The Chick in Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Welcome to the chick in charge. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I am Port Wilson. I am self-identifying as Sarah Smith today because I was fortunate to be with Mary Parker at the opening of Junction 2800, as listeners to the show may be well aware of. But we had this wonderful grand opening that, uh, as I said, I was lucky to attend. It was uh, emceed, hosted by Donna Lowry, and of course, Mary Parker, and a cast of stars and wonderful people from SoFu, South Fulton were there. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about it. And now that you've had this grand opening, it's this vision coming to fruition. Tell us a little bit about the grand opening itself. Oh my gosh, Port. In order to talk about the grand opening, I have to share just a little bit about how acquiring Junction 2800 came to fruition. Very good story, yes. It was such an amazing time. Actually, when I first, when the vision came to me that I would get a building, I really didn't know the things that we would do there. Um, but the vision came about a year and a half ago. And you remember, you were here. You were here for it, Sarah. You guys were here. And so it, the building was on and it was off and it was on and it was off. Well, the reason the building was off is because it was my building. And when I first talked with Maceo Brown and his partner about purchasing the building, I didn't realize that they weren't ready to sell at the moment. Um, and they had offers from six other, oh, other potential buyers. I don't think I knew that. Six of them. And buyer number six actually flew in from Philadelphia to Atlanta, Georgia to close. But the money wouldn't wire. There was a problem with transferring the money. So I am just tickled. I laughed and laughed because, and, and I also thanked uh, Maceo and John for paying my mortgage for an additional year. But I told them, from the onset, this is my building. God said it's my building. This is what I'm to offer you for it. And no one else will be able to buy it. But even at that, you walked away at least twice? I walked away twice. The second time they called me back. And I really couldn't find another building that I was satisfied with. And the reason for that, it wasn't just the building, but it's the community. It's the environment. It's the people that are already there, that's the, that's the harvest, that's already there for us to go in, be able to take opportunities to a community that would otherwise probably not even get this opportunity. And it is a fantastic space. It's four or five acres. 
uh, building with huge spaces, office spaces, meeting spaces, community spaces, and to f- that is now actually open. Let's talk a little bit about the gala. Tell us what it was like. Who came? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's you know, anybody. Everybody came to our grand opening, and that was really, that spoke volume uh, for it because when we initially started it, uh, we closed exactly three weeks to the date of the grand, of the uh, ribbon cutting. Sarah's shaking her head. My team shook their heads. Everyone shook their heads because they didn't believe that from September 29th to October 18th, we would actually be able to do it. I mean, that included repairing, roofing, and we did interior painting, but we did it in phases. It was our first phase. And the building itself totally is over 30,000 square feet, and we're on seven and a half acres on Camberton Road in southwest Atlanta, and we are so excited to be there. And for people who don't know, Camelton Road is kind of the place to be in southwest Atlanta. You bet it is. And for all of the naysayers, I want you to come by and congratulate me because it's going (laughs) down. It's going down on Camelton Road. And uh, I think also there was another part of the question. You wanted to know who was there. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I want to start with saying that our mayor, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, was an invited guest. She accepted the invitation and had plans to be there. Unfortunately, that was the morning her husband's dad died. and uh, But she was still so kind and thoughtful of our grand opening that she actually sent remarks to be read by someone from her team. So that was Very great. Nice. Very we nice. had... Uh, Four or five pastors within the area, other businesses. We had business owners who had lots of questions about what's going on here. We had people from various school boards. We had um, the district attorney, attorney, (laughs) Paul Howard, and he's going to actually send us a junior uh, prosecutor because one of our programs is juvenile justice. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and we also had, we had all ages. We had five generations there on that day. And, of course, those of you who know, my sweet spots are the elderly, yes, business owners, and absolutely our children. Mm-hmm. And so we had two child stars there that day. And they were, the kids were phenomenal. I love the one kid. He's like 10. He's Chase like a, Dillon. He's like an adult. And he said... I just love the way he put it because he said, I'm here and uh, I'm starring a movie with Brad Pitt. Like he was the star yes, in Brad Pitt. Yes, <laughs> yes, They're filming here in Covington, Georgia. Right, right. But you know, Port, that's just a testament of the, of the lives, the types of lives we're touching uh, throughout this community and abroad. But to have those two kids there was phenomenal. I have to tell a quick story about Chase. Chase is adopted. And uh, they were a, they are a family that don't didn't have a lot, but Chase won a spelling bee, and by winning that spelling bee, he then had the opportunity to audition. He oh, was really? picked up by three or maybe four uh, different companies, and that's why he's now filming with Brad Pitt. I did not know that. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a very self-aware young man. He I mean. is. And I'm so excited because when his mom called and said, well, you know, we need some people to help support getting him out there. Of course, I'm one of the first of always if there's a need with our children. So we were able to help support this young man get to his spelling bee. 
And then when he had to go back for the audition, they had to be there a couple of days early. So we ha- we supported again. So I'm so proud because yes. I can claim that that's one of my children. And Sarah actually had a very good point. I mean, this culmination of almost two years, you walked away, came back. It was going to be yours. It wasn't. I've seen your highs and lows with it. And then, but almost as a focal point, when you actually cut the ribbon, what was going through your mind? What was the feeling? Oh, my gosh. The, uh, you know, the best feeling ever, if you walk by faith, when you're walking by faith, and you're standing and believing and trusting that what you're doing is absolutely God's will. And when it manifests itself and you can share with people the testimony of how you got there, when I cut that ribbon, it was like, okay, God, I'm forever getting us in stuff, but when it's the right thing, you always come through. And that's what I felt at that moment was that you've done it again. And there's so much opportunity here. Is it? Is it almost, I mean, you can go in any direction. Is it almost overwhelming? What do you do next? Wow, it is overwhelming. And I didn't realize, Port, how overwhelming it would be. That was the one thing that I didn't consider in the process. But nonetheless, we are here now. And we've sat, I've sat with my team, some community leaders, of which I'm still in, indulging community input, And we decided what would be most logical. How do we present Junction 2800 as a venue for our community while at the same time offering them the programs that we have in place? So our first program or our first event is this Thursday. We're having a vision board party. One would ask, why are you doing that, Mary? Because of our community. Yes. And... We're in a community in Southwest Atlanta, Camberton Road area where not a lot of people set goals. And it was important to me that if we're going to be able to assist and serve this community, that we need to start with something. And that something for me was, let's have some fun. But let's have some fun while we are also supporting you in getting ready to be able to receive the opportunities that are presented here at Junction 2800. So on Thursday evening, we're expecting nothing less than 25 people who will come out and share their visions for 2020. By doing it early, it gives them the opportunity to set the goals, look at what their needs are to pull those goals, for those fulfill those goals, and begin working on them two months prior to January 2020. When January 2020 comes, ladies and gentlemen, you should already know what your plans are for the year when the year comes in. And that's what we're helping the community to prepare for. So what programs are already rolling, already in place?
The Chick in Charge spotlights productivity in Take Charge Women, so it makes sense to feature one of the best products to assist in achieving your productivity we've seen in a long time. Laptop warriors will agree. Who couldn't use a second monitor to handle all the info you've got crowding your desktop? It's annoying, always reducing windows to get to the information you need right now. But who can bring a second monitor along everywhere you go? Well, you can. You have to check out Sidetrack. Seriously, it's a game changer. Sidetrack is an ultra-portable USB monitor that actually mounts to the back of your laptop. It's light, slim, and has great resolution. Sidetrack magnetically attaches to the back of your laptop and slides out for viewing. Plug and play into your USB port and boom, you've got a second monitor. Got a big presentation? Sidetrack mirrors your screen and flips 180 to share it with clients. Now that's a must-have and worth the price of admission. The Chicken Charge podcast uses its Sidetrack monitor for personal and corporate presentations, and it is just fantastic. Plus, the technology wows people, which never hurts. We're pretty geeked about this product, so much so that we've talked Sidetrack into giving you 10% off. Go to Sidetrack.com. Sidetrack is spelled S-I-D-E-T-R-A-K, no C. So go to Sidetrack.com slash discount slash Chick in Charge and enter the promo code Chick in Charge as one word at checkout. Got it? S-I-D-E-T-R-A-K. Go to Sidetrack.com slash discount slash Chick in Charge and enter the promo code Chick in Charge at checkout and get 10% off your new Sidetrack monitor. We have in place our Incubator Leadership Development Program. What that is, Port, we've visited, we've done our outreach. We're working with 10 pastors in the Southwest Atlanta area, uh, the Love Center, uh, St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church, Hillside, um, Cascade United Methodist Church, um, the Love Center. So we're working with these pastors, asking them to Make sure they understand why we're there mm-hmm. and who we're serving and how they can support the initiative by sending us at least 10 people from their congregation right. that will either be business owners, uh, people who need coaching, their children, because we have a K-12 program. But our business incubator, we're asking for 100 businesses, either startups are companies who are in business already wanting to move their business from where it is to the next level. You know how it is. We start our businesses with what we know how to do. Right. And the operational and organizational aspect of running a business, that's secondary. But really, that's primary. Those should be the primary goals. How are you going to get it done? What do you need to get it done? Who are the other people and what are the other parts that you need? So that's, those are some of the things that we will teach our business owners uh, in the incubator. So the incubator looks like this. A business owner will come in with whatever it is they're doing, 
we will help them to assess, do a needs assessment through our SWOT analysis. And we will take them through a one-year, very extensive entrepreneurial training program, four modules, focus, analyze, commit, strategize. Those will be our focal points. Each of those modules will last a quarter, three, a quarter each. Right. right. And uh, also during that phase, we will have our industry leaders to come in and talk about things that we as business owners sometimes don't learn about until after we've had the problem. That's so smart. We want to help these business owners by bringing our best lessons that we've learned to the table. We want to bring the educational aspect of developing relationships and learning how to negotiate and bidding, as well as mentors and sponsors. We will bring them to the table as well. So in addition to that, what like sort of community plans do you have? I know we talked briefly about it, it just came up uh, creative and entertainment, perhaps. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Actually, Port, I was sharing with you, I went to right after the week after our grand opening, I went to Bradenton, Florida. I went there for two reasons. One was to have a, a brain session, a brain stress, a, a brain trust strategy with some of the stakeholders, some of the women business owners there because they want us to bring the incubator leadership development into their city as nice, well. Nice. So that was one reason I was there and to share with them what had happened during our grand opening. But the second part, and that was also very valuable, was the opportunity of speaking in detail with Donald Warhol, who is the famous Andy Warhol's nephew. And he runs the Warhol Museum there in Pittsburgh. He gives $10 million a year to organizations that concentrate on doing things and raising up other generations in the creative space, as well as he has an interest because of where we're located, and oh, that really? is to serve underserved communities in the arts. That's fantastic. Yes, it is. So stay tuned because we will have something on the creative side as well. Okay. One thing. What about the grand opening? Does anything surprise you, or was it, did it go just as planned? It's, what's the most surprising thing so far? Well, the most surprising thing to me so far were, of course, the number of people who came out to support us. Initially, we were going to invite 50 people. But somehow... Well over 100. <laughs> uh, no, it was close to 200 was people. <laughs> yeah, we planned... We eventually, you know, our numbers got up to 150. Whoa. But it was just really the, the camaraderie, the excitement, the energy that everyone brought. But the most rewarding of all were the t- was the time that Sir Nona Clayton took out of her schedule. The time that, uh, I mean, that was just, anytime she does that, it it just brings tears to my eyes. Her commitment to this community is just more than anyone could ever imagine. Everyone in Atlanta knows who she is. And everyone knows who she is. (laughs) And for me to call her girlfriend, it it also carries some weight, Miss Clayton. So you know you've got me, whatever you need me for. So that was one of the highlights. But most importantly was to be able to pull the whole thing together in such short time and the interviews the interviews with some of the colleagues and then right. the fireside chat with Donna Laurie oh, absolutely. that yes. was good as well and um, and then my mom was here 
for my special. mom to be able to witness that um, was very special. It was extremely special Absolutely. to me. Absolutely. And uh, so when we get to naming our various rooms, which quite a few of the corporate people are expressing interest in for it. Very, very cool. Uh, we're going to bring mom back when we name, um, uh, when we do the official naming of our K through 12 um, after school program and um, center of excellence for learning. After your mom. After our mom. That is special. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic. Just give everyone a, a little idea of what's going on at Junction 2800 uh, down here in Southwest Atlanta. It's going to be great. It's really growing. And I'll let you take us out, Mary, because you are the chicken charge. Oh, yes. And you know, we're forever doing things. I just want to tell you about some really, really important dates that we have coming oh, yeah. up this Thursday, the 14th. And if you're not registered, please go on Junction 2800 website and register for the Register for our vision board party this Thursday. It starts at 5 o'clock. Next week on the 19th, we have Dr. Joyce Irons. Dr. Joyce Irons is a psychologist, and mm -hmm. she specializes. One of her topics that she'll cover for this week, next week on the 19th, is dealing with stress and mourning during the holidays. Wow. So that is really wonderful. And the following on the 20th, we have, I believe, I'm not sure of the, the guest for that one, mm -hmm. but on that evening, we are doing taxation. We're teaching business or we are bringing in a CPA taxation to help you get from, to help you prepare for the closeout of your business with a from a tax perspective. Nobody wants to talk about it, but everybody needs it. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's like, you know, we got to do it. And the more preparations that we do for our taxes, the more money we take away. So stay tuned, everyone, because as I said, as coming on the show, it's going down at Junction 2800. Come on out to join us for some of the events. We have to go now. It's been so exciting. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. This is Mary Parker. I am the chick in charge. Subscribe to The Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge. <laughs>